Hey everybody, what's going on? I'm Coach Mike and welcome to this episode of the MindFit Method Podcast. All right, so we are on episode 26, which is really cool. I'm excited. Thank you guys for listening week after week. Uh, you know, I am forever grateful, uh, and I hope that I am providing you guys with some really awesome information that you are able to utilize, you know, in your daily life. But today we're going to talk about, uh, you know, the benefits or kind of the secret benefits that a lot of people don't realize in regards to strength training. And strength training is nothing new. It's been around for a long time. But more and more studies are being done all the time that are showing unbelievable benefits of strength training. And I kind of wanted to run through them today because there are certain ones that we know. And then there are many things that I was just, even myself, I was flabbergasted by. So let's dive into this right after the intro. So the giant question is this, how do we as parents, teachers, school administrators, policymakers, coaches, how do we prepare our kids for a future that doesn't yet exist, all while making them healthier, more creative, more innovative, better problem solvers, and overall successful contributors to society? That is the question, and this podcast has the answers. My name is Coach Mike, and welcome to the MindFit Method Podcast. All right, so to start, let me just make sure we have an understanding of what strength training is. Strength training is also known as resistance training. Um, it's a type of exercise that involves, uh, you know, often using weights. You can use resistant brands. Uh, you can even use your own body weight to work against uh, resistance. And, you know, strength training and resistance training has an extremely long history. It certainly did not st- start with us in the United States. In fact, the history of strength training can actually be traced all the way back to ancient civilizations where various forms of physical training were used for both functional and aesthetic purposes. Uh, if you go back to ancient Greece, for example, uh, strength training was an important part of actual the education process for boys and men. Uh, it was often used to prepare for athletic events um, and certainly for military service. And the Greeks, you know, they used uh, everything from wrestling, weightlifting, gymnastics. There was a lot of different physical training that was involved in ancient Greece. Then if you go over to ancient China, uh, strength training was an important part, aspect of their martial arts training. Um, they did a lot of different types of you know, calisthenics, weightlifting, again, to improve physical strength and their endurance. If you go back to ancient Egypt, uh, strength training was actually used as part of their religious rituals. Um, it was the primary focus of developing strength and endurance for uh, both working and for you know, work, uh, being in the military. If you go in the Middle Ages, uh, strength training was used primarily by knights and other soldiers to prepare for battle because when you're swinging around a 60-pound sword, you need to be able to lift it and move it around. If you go into the uh, 19th century, strength training at that point you know, began to be used as a mean of physical fitness and physical culture. Um, and at that point, kind of the first organized physical fitness programs were developed. Uh, a lot of the first weightlifting competitions uh, were held you know, in modern times. Um, and then as you go into the 20th century, uh, it really began to be used by athletes as a mean of, you know, improving their performance and their sports. And it's funny because I actually remember back in the early 80s, you know, it being said that athletes, especially runners and things like that, they should never uh, lift weights because it makes them bulky. And boy, once again, science was completely wrong back then too. Um, you know, and as 
kind of fitness and health and strength training, everything has grown throughout the 20th century. Now we have everything of, you know, we have weightlifting, we have bodybuilding, there's powerlifting, there's competitions in each respective sport um, across the globe um, almost every month. It's incredible. And, you know, in more recent years, it's becoming increasingly popular for its health and its fitness benefits. And with many people, it's being used as a way for overall fitness and well-being, um, to help with their mental health. Um, it's almost as close to a fountain of youth as we can get because it can actually do some little things to reverse the aging process, which is incredible. Um, and it's become more accessible, um, you know, pretty much everywhere in the world. And one of the things that people don't realize is if you have a gym, great. If you have a home gym, great. Um, but you do not need weights to be able to do resistance training and strength training. Um, you can use your own body weight. So there's so much flexibility in this, but the benefits of it, which we're going to get into next, are just truly incredible. I was exposed to strength training and weightlifting and bodybuilding at a very young age because my dad did it pretty much from the time that I was born, before it was cool. Um, you know, he actually had an old Joe Weider bench. Um, and for those of you that remember these old benches, they had the narrow uprights, which meant when you put the bar down on the rack, if you were bench pressing, you had to make sure it was balanced correctly. Otherwise it fell over to one side because it wasn't the wide uprights, you know, from the Olympic bars that we have today. And, um, you know, to me, my dad having, you know, big arms, big biceps, big chest, big shoulders. It was just normal. Like there was nothing. It's not like I went around thinking my dad, you know, was muscular. That's just how I always knew him. And because he just always did strength training. Um, and I actually remember the first time I actually realized just how jacked my dad was, was I was in high school and I used to work at a campground many, many years ago on a lot of different roles there from a lifeguard to, you know, uh, being maintenance to wash, you know, doing their grass, everything. And I, um, I remember I met this guy who was a gym owner. He owned multiple gyms that he was camping at this campground, uh, for a week. And he was a big, uh, jujitsu guy. He was a gym owner and the guy was just jacked. He was huge, big arms, big chest, big shoulders. And I remember, um, you know, we kind of became friends during that week. And I told him, you know, th there was no gym, obviously, in the campground. And this was back in the 90s. There's no gym in the campground. And I was telling him that I had a bench in my room. Because when I was in high school, one of my Christmas presents was I asked for a full bench. Uh, and I actually had it in my room with pictures of Arnold Schwarzenegger and Lou Ferrigno all over my walls. And um, he was like, Oh, you know, I haven't gotten a workout in in a week. Could I come down and use your bench? So I remember asking my parents if it was okay. They said it was fine. So they came down and my dad was outside in a tank top when this guy's coming, walking down the driveway. And the first thing he said is, oh, there's your dad. Look at those arms. And, you know, it kind of hit me. Wow. Like that's just my dad. That was just normal. And then this guy's realizing just how jacked my dad was um, and how muscular it was because of years and years and years of consistent training. Um, and you know, those muscles are one of the benefits that everyone always knows about, right? You lift weights, you have the opportunity to increase your muscle mass. Um, it builds, it maintains muscle mass, which can really, you know, improve your overall body composition and increase your metabolism. So that's one of those just given things, you know, that, that you have. One of the other ones of strength training is that it increases your strength. So, uh, overall strength and power 
increases, which helps to make your daily activities um, and any activity or any sports that you play a bit easier to do. Um, but there are other ones that I really want to dive into, and I'm actually going to break into them uh, through actual different systems of the body. Because, um, you know, and I'll give you an example. If you think about what are the actual benefits to our nervous system, um, there are many. So the first is that when you start lifting weights, you actually wind up getting improved neuromuscular coordination, which means essentially it improves the communication between the muscles and the brain, which leads to an improved coordination and your movement control, right? Big deal, Um, especially as we get older. That's something we want to make sure we maintain is our coordination. Um, But it also actually increases um, at the neuron level, your neural drive. And your neural drive really leads to improved muscle activation and overall muscle strength. So it allows you to act the, act, uh, activate the muscles quicker um, and with more power to be able to continue to work at a peak performance for an extended amount of time. Um, it also, on the nervous system, it does something, um, it, it improves your what's called your neuroplasticity. And you know, strength training leads to, I guess you could say, changes in the structure and the function of our actual nervous system. And these changes are known as neuroplasticity. And really what it allows for is improved motor learning, adaptation to new movements. And you could use CrossFit as an example here. I had never done uh, CrossFit up until, um, oh gosh, how many years ago is it now? Let's say approximately 10 years ago. And, you know, I started doing movements. I've lifted my entire life. I'd always, you know, trained more with a bodybuilding style and a strength style, but never in the CrossFit style. And all of a sudden, I'm doing movements like snatches and clean and jerks and things that I had never done before. So although I was strong, I actually had to learn um, my overall, I had to learn new neuroplasticity. I had to learn the adaptation to those new movements. Um, strength training actually improves your functional capacity, which means it allows you to go further, longer, harder, faster than ever before. And that's just through strength training. I'm not even talking about running or any other type of cardiovascular activity at this point. Um, and then one of my favorites is that on the nervous system, it is shown that strength training, um, shows an increase in your levels of BDNF, which is brain-derived neurotropic factor. Brain-derived neurotropic factor is essentially a protein that plays a very important role in the growth of survival of nerve cells in the brain. So while you can use it for, um, you know, honestly making you smarter, which was the whole premise of the MindFit method, um, there are other benefits of that in regards to cognitive function, mood, and honestly just your overall brain health to prevent your brain from deteriorating as you age. Um, Because, you know, as we get older, we do have a cognitive decline. And regular strength training has really been linked to a reduced risk of age-related cognitive decline and cognitive function. It helps to keep you um, with it for a longer amount of time. Again, just picking things up and putting them down. I don't know if you guys remember in the 80s with Arnold Schwarzenegger. He used to do this skit with these two guys, uh, Ans and Franz. And, um, you know, he said, I pick things up and I put them down. And then he, uh, you know, he says, you know, I'm here to pump you up. Well, you know, all those things, all those jokes about lifting back then, back when gyms were more dungeons, they were in basements of places. Um, All of those things that were happening back then are so important. And we're finding that the health benefits are just incredible. But it's certainly not just the cardiovascular system either. 
because um, you know most people think of when they're doing cardiovascular work, they're running, they're on a treadmill, they're on an elliptical, something like that. But strength training actually improves cardiovascular fitness by increasing the strength and efficiency of both the heart and the lungs because both of those things have to improve in order for you to do um, heavier and heavier lifts. Um, strength training also increases the blood flow to the muscles. This is the pump that you wind up getting many times um, and it helps improve the delivery of oxygen and nutrients all throughout the body. So again, just on the cardiovascular system, it's incredible. Um, it also actually, uh, they're showing now, many studies are showing that regular strength training has been linked to a reduced risk of heart disease and stroke, which is likely due to its ability to improve that overall cardiovascular fitness, lower your blood pressure, and improve your cholesterol levels. So again, we're not talking about running on a treadmill. We're talking about lifting weights. And it's incredible what all of these benefits, how much is encompassed in the benefits for this. But I'm still not done yet. Because then if you dive into the benefits of our respiratory system, respiratory has become a big thing today because of COVID, right? Well, when again, when you strength train, it increases your lung function. Um, and it does that by increasing the strength of the respiratory muscles, especially your diaphragm and your intercostal muscles, uh, which are on the sides of your ribs, and really expanding your lungs capacity to hold air. That leads to an improved oxygenation and ventilation of the body. So again, really important. It improves your breathing efficiency. Uh, strength training works to improve um, the strength and endurance of the muscles that are actually used for breathing. This improves your oxygen uptake and it improves your removal of carbon dioxide from your system. Um, your endurance actually increases, which, you know, back in the day they said, oh, you know, runners should never lift weights. Look at a lot of the runners, even marathon runners today. These people have some serious muscle on them. And that's because they found, you know, using uh, strength training and weightlifting benefits them from a running standpoint as well. Um, it also reduces your shortness of breath. Um, it's been shown to re reduce dyspnea with individuals with, that have uh, chronic respiratory conditions like COPD or asthma. Again, the benefits are incredible. And since, you know, we're kind of talking about respiratory here for a minute, and I mentioned COVID-19, um, there has actually been some scientific evidence that shows that um, lifting weights and strength training actually reduces your risk of severe illness or complications from COVID, right? And I actually remember, um, you know, in the, the big debate between people that wanted to get vaccinated and did not want to get vaccinated, you know, a lot of people were really, um, that, that knew of the benefits were turning to exercise. And I remember them actually being mocked by reporters on TV saying, oh, you think CrossFit's going to keep you safe? Well, guess what? Studies now are showing that, yes, that's actually what's happening. Um, regular strength training has been shown to improve the function of the immune system, which then helps to reduce your risk of infection. Um, so yes, strength training can have an effect on that. It increases your muscle mass. And when you get sick, you have something called muscle wasting, especially for those that are older and if they have chronic illnesses. So if you have more mass, you have less of a concern when muscle, waste, muscle wasting occurs when you're sick. Uh, again, your improved cardiovascular health, reduced stress and anxiety. So yes, even with something as serious as COVID, um, weight training has an incredible, or strength training has an incredible effect that may help you um, should you happen to get the illness or may even prevent, although not proven, but may even prevent you from getting it. Um, but let's move away from those types of systems and let's just go to our actual physical structure of our body 
which is our skeletal system, right? So in our skeletal system, we when we do weight training, we wind up getting increased bone density, which everyone is, it's a good thing because it place, it essentially places stress on the bones, which then tells the body, okay, um, these bones need to be stronger because they're lifting these weights on a regular basis. Um, let's make those bones healthier by increasing the blood flow and the nutrient delivery to the bones. Um, which again, super, super important. It can improve the health of the joints by increasing the strength and stability of the muscles and the connective tissue that is around those joints, which that also reduces your risk of injury. Um, so all of these things, you know, kind of tie into to your uh, posture and your alignment. When you start lifting weights, even if you're standing up and you're doing dumbbell curls, right? When you do dumbbell curls like that, in order to remain upright, standing in the correct position, holding dumbbells out in front of you while you're curling, you have to have improved core alignment. You have to have improved core strength on both your, I mean, everyone thinks of their core as their stomach, but your back, the opposite side of your stomach as well is just as much your core as your stomach is. All of those things improve just by lifting weights. So again, pretty much everywhere that you look on your body, um, strength training has a benefit. And let's even get ourselves away from the body for a minute because as you guys know, this is the MindFit Method podcast. So let's talk about our mind a little bit because strength training has multiple benefits, not only on our ability to learn and our ability to focus and be attentive, but also on our mental health because it has been proven that strength training reduces your stress and your anxiety. Um, It does so by releasing those endorphins, which are chemicals in the brain, that pretty much act as natural painkillers and they act as mood elevators. Um, that improved mood um, really comes from also increasing your self-esteem, your self-confidence. You feel better about yourself. You feel like you can accomplish more in a day. Um, all of those things make a difference. Of course, the cognitive function side, um, you know, the attention, the memory, the learning, the increasing blood flow to the brain, um, but it also actually causes better sleep because strength training improves sleep quality by reducing insomnia um, and daytime fatigue. So it allows you to sleep at night and not be so tired during the day. Um, the self-confidence and the self-esteem is so important. And we're going to get into kids a little bit in a, in a second. But um, you know, it gives you such a sense of accomplishment. It helps you improve your physical appearance and how you see yourself. Uh, again, things that are very, very important. And just your overall you know, your sense of like well-being, it can actually make you feel more relaxed. It can reduce those symptoms of stress and anxiety. Again, the benefits are incredible just from, as Ons and Franz used to say, pick things up and put things down. But here's where I want the conversation to take a little bit of a turn for a minute. Because for most people, when you think of weight training or strength training, you think of you know, starting as, you know, uh, school athletes, whether it's um, high school athletes, obviously college athletes. Uh, think about us as we're growing into ourselves as professionals, as 20, 30, 40, even 50-year-olds. But what about the other ends of the spectrum? What about for people that are actually over 70? Um, do these benefits that I'm talking about still apply as you get older and older and older? And the answer is a resounding Yes. Um, you continue to get increased muscle mass and strength. Um, one of the jobs I had when I got out of college was I worked as an exercise physiologist in a nursing home. 
where we did high intensity fitness with nursing home residents that on average were over 85 years old. And it was unbelievable the strength that they could get back, the mobility that they could get back um, on a regular basis. People that went from wheelchairs to walkers, people that went from walkers to not needing a walker, just needing a cane or not needing anything at all because they started doing simple things like air squats and dumbbell curls and shoulder presses. It was, it was absolutely incredible. Um, you know, as you get older, you have to think about bone density. Um, and even when you're over 70, if you start strength training, you improve your bone density. Um, when you're improving your strength and you're improving your bone density, then you're improving your overall balance and your coordination. You continue to improve your cardiovascular fitness, your joint health. You reduce your risk of chronic uh, diseases, uh, you know, which include things like diabetes, heart disease, obesity. Um, it's incredible. And all of the things that we talk about in the MindFit method of why you should exercise, they apply as well to um, 70 year olds when they're talking about improved cognitive function from strength training and exercise. Um, their attention, their memory, their ability to learn, their better sleep, their increased confidence and self-esteem, um, all of it. So all of the things that we can garner as 20, 30, 40, 50 year olds, a 70, 80, 90 year old can get those same benefits, no different at all. Now, what may be different is that they may have to require modifications in their exercise routine. They may have to use lower weights. They have to use higher reps. They need, need you know, more coaching from an exercise physiologist standpoint or physical therapist st standpoint to make sure that what they're doing is safe and effective, but the results are the same. So now let's go back for a second. We've looked at pretty much everyone that was a school athlete, um, high school, college, all the way up now through 70, 80, 90-year-olds. We haven't found anyone yet where strength training would not benefit that cohort of people. Men, women, doesn't matter. Both the same. I mean, if we want to get very specific here, let's talk about the benefits of women over 40. Do any of the benefits that we've already talked about not apply to women? Because so many times there's still the stigma that, you know, strength training and weight training um, is something that guys do and that women should be on treadmills and ellipticals. Completely false. Um, in fact, it is so important that women do strength training. Again, it is a bit of a fountain of youth. Um, it's going to make you stronger. It's going to increase your bone density, your balance, your coordination, your cardiovascular fitness, your joint health prevent chronic diseases, improve your cognitive function, everything that a person needs. It doesn't matter if you're a man, if you're a woman, or what your age is. In addition, there are, you know, especially for women as they get older and they're going through hormonal changes that happen with age, um, you know, a lot of times that can cause weight gain and muscle loss. And strength training actually helps to counteract those changes by increasing the muscle mass, which increases their metabolism. It helps them with weight management. So again, you know, workouts may have to be modified based on what you can do, what you can't do, based if you have a previous injury. But we've yet to stumble on a person from everyone that we've talked about so far that does not have almost the identical benefits of strength training. But now we're going to dive into the one group that is probably a little bit more controversial, and we're going to talk about young children. So when it comes to young kids, uh, when I first opened MindFit and, you know, there was a lot of buzz going on about what we were doing, 
Um, I had everyone coming in to understand our process from, you know, the Department of Defense came in from Washington, D.C. to I had the CEO of the uh, regional YMCAs come in. And, you know, I was excited about that meeting because I wanted to see if we could incorporate some of the things from the MindFit method um, in YMCAs or YWCAs across the country. And I remember we were about three minutes into this meeting and she looked at me and she saw kettlebells on the floor. And she goes, whoa, 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 you have kids lift weights? And I said, absolutely. And she goes, oh, no, we don't believe in that. We don't believe that kids should lift weights. And I remember saying, okay, well, we'll just agree to disagree on this point. But think about something for a minute. So if a child goes outside and they're playing in the woods with a bunch of sticks and they're picking up giant rocks to be able to build a dam and a stream, whatever it may be, um, if they're picking up a giant rock, what are they doing? They're deadlifting, right? But why is it that we refuse to teach kids the importance of lifting that rock up correctly by actually bending their legs instead of bending at the waist and not curling their back, keeping their back nice and straight. We don't teach them any of that. And when we don't teach them any of that, as they get older, they continue to make those same mistakes. When they make those same mistakes, what happens? They get injuries. They hurt their backs. uh, They hurt their knees. They do things because they don't lift correctly. So I'm going to 100% disagree with the CEO that I met with that day of the YMCAs and um, actually rely on studies that have been done. And guess what the benefits are when you look at all these studies for young children when it comes to strength training? They have improved muscle and bone development, improved balance and coordination, improved cardiovascular fitness, improved self-esteem and self-confidence, an improved sense of well-being, improved academic performance, uh, improved body composition, which is a huge thing today considering the rate of obesity among young kids is skyrocketing. Um, and increased energy levels, which is also important because kids are so docile today because of all the technology that is out there. So much of their day now is spent sitting down. Now, it is important to note that very young children should not engage in strength training with heavy weights, whether with body weight exercises or weights that make sense that are properly coached. Um, I've said this before. Um, when I first started really training with my youngest, who's now 14, but he started you know, getting pretty serious about it at 11 or so. Um, not only did I show him the importance of lifting correctly and how technique is important and all of those things, I also taught him the importance of understand how to program his own workouts because you don't want kids that don't that start exercising but have no idea what exercises to do on the same day. Um, you know, should they do push-ups with burpees, with bench press, with incline bench, with flies? No, because you're you're beating your chest up too much. When they're that young, they need to work a muscle group and then move on to the next one. So I absolutely agree that it is important that the exercises that are being done are being done that are appropriate for their age and their skill level. They need to be coached properly. Their form needs to be perfect and they need to be watched you know, with eagle eyes. And I totally get that. But I think that is one of the biggest mistakes that we are making today as a society in not having kids 
uh, lift at a much younger age to not only make them stronger and to reap those benefits of strength training, but also for overall health benefits that they're going to have years and years later because they actually understand the biomechanics of how to lift something up. So now I think we have covered the complete gamut of individuals from young children Um, when appropriate, with the right types of activities, the right types of exercises, the right levels of weights, all of that, all the way up through 70, 80, 90, 100-year-olds. I believe that all of them benefit from strength training, and there is the scientific studies that are out there that prove it. So if nothing else today, I hope that I have maybe possibly convinced you, if you do not, to begin strength training. If you don't know how, take a personal training session from your local gym. Um, You know, you don't have to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. um, And please don't wait until you're in shape to start a fitness program. I used to hear this all the time. It used to drive me crazy. People used to say, you know what? I just got to get in shape first and then I will come and join your, your, uh, at the time we had the Body Fit Elite program. No, absolutely not. The Body Fit Elite program is what is going to get you in shape to just continue to do better at it. You are not going to be great at it in the beginning. Yes, you're going to be sore. All those things are okay. What you're trying to do is move closer and closer towards that finish line of just being more comfortable with it and making it part of your daily routine. Hey everyone, I hope you guys liked this episode. Uh, If you did, if you could do me one favor, give it a like, uh, share it with someone else, put it on your social media to spread the word so that we can try to help kids, parents, teachers, and everyone in between create stronger minds and smarter bodies. And remember, if you haven't gotten your free copy of The MindFit Method, just head over to themindfitmethod.com. Thanks again, everyone, and until next time.